Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hello everybody, welcome to episode, what episode are we on David? Uh, we'll now be on episode 30 I'd have thought, because we're in the late <laughs> sure 20s. We are. I think we're in the late 20s still. So to my right hand side of uh, the regular guest is David Edwards, he's got 19 middle names, the, he's the blonde, uh, what's your nickname this episode? Uh, the blonde bazooka perhaps. The blonde bazooka, okay, that's absolutely fine. And our guest this week is none other than Adam Buxton. Wow. Hello. Wow, it's lovely Wonderful. to have you here Adam. What's my nickname? Uh, what's what's Adam's nickname, David? The short um, shit. The short shit. No, I think uh, <laughs> the satisfying shit. The yeah. uh, band Dazzling Buxton. Wow, <laughs> you even made a new word. <laughs> I think I did actually. I don't know where that what, came what, from. What, what word was it, David? <laughs> Bam Buzzling. Bam Bam Bazzling. Bam Dazzling was Bam the word. Bam Dazzling. Yeah. Almost yeah. like a stripper type of vibe. In Bum a... Dazzling would, yes. would have been fine. But that, absolutely. Dazzling. Wow, a stripper vibe. Yeah, that's what came what to you mind. Mean? I don't know what what... You... Well, yeah, that's oh, what I... came to mind. Well, sort of like a, um, yeah, yeah, like a, not full Monty, like a northern <laughs> club. I mean, like Las Vegas. Yeah, right. someone with Showgirls. sequins and uh, Definitely. ostrich feathers. Absolutely. Las Vegas, right. showgirls around you, yeah, and right. you and perhaps like people, Artificial ostrich feathers, obviously. I don't right. Quite right. No, yeah. it's absolutely. Well, this this episode, guys, this is quite a weird one. So this is it's probably the weirdest one we've ever done. We're, we're walking along the uh, the street in a lovely... Where are we, David? What's, what village are we in? We are in uh, a small village in Norway. <laughs> okay, what's that village called? Uh, Shelton. <laughs> there we go. I, I don't know what that well. I'm perhaps not pronouncing it well. Have you ever been well. to Shelton in Norway before? It's pronounced. <laughs> it's pronounced. <laughs> there we go. You got me out of that hole. Thank you very much. It's it's just. It's not my geography. It's How my accent. How is accents. it pronounced, David? Hilton. Here. Hilton. 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 Right. There's there's a lot of O's with lines through them. <laughs> well, I can see it now. I can see. What's the, that, uh, Charles? Charles is with us. Charles. So sorry. Halton. Halton, that's Halton. it. It's pronounced Halton. Halton. Okay, and what can you? What can we see around us, guys? What can you see, uh, David? Lots of chimneys, Chim- smoke, chimneys, <laughs> and children <laughs> playing. Lots of what? Chimneys. Chimneys. 
Chimneys. Chimneys. For real? That's what I they have not. in chimneys. 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 There That's, we go. Do you think it's chimneys? No, now you said it back to me, don't certainly point, not. Don't point. That sounds like do, a don't snack point. or something, some kind of French cuisine. It doesn't sound like a... So what uh, is the word? Chimney. So sorry? Chimney. That's it, chimney. There we go. So Thank God. Chimneys. That was a worrying moment, wasn't it? But we'll what move else can on. you see, Adam? Can you... <laughs> <laughs> move on to... Chimneys. I think that uh, the chimney is a better word, though. There you go. That, uh, that's, uh, boost my self-esteem there. Thank because you very much. Because if you think about it, chimney, like getting the N in... It's Getting hard that work, hard consonant after after a big old M. It's not easy. It's got the, to be said. It's a tongue twister. The mountainous M consonant, and it's then you got to slam the N in there as well. And I had trouble with that. It's a living I don't nightmare. Mind if it's put my hand up. That N was a difficult one to juggle. But then if it's chimney, it's like going on a <laughs> it's easy. water so, yeah, well, well, ride. Water ride. Yes, it is. Yeah. So it's, it is. Should we go for chimney? Let's go. Let's Actually, should you give them a brand new name? Like, should we call chimneys something else? What are we calling them, David? Uh, Chim Tatars. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> that's, that's, that's quite again. a nice touch. They're higher than usual. Chimney is just better. You know, some words would be. It's like um, eggcorn sometimes. Yes. When people mm. use the wrong word for something, it turns yeah. out that it's actually a slightly better word than the original one that they're thinking of. Have you got any examples of this? Uh, eyebrows. Eyebrows. Yeah. Instead of eyebrows. <laughs> Instead of eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> I mean, I suppose that's racist against people who don't have brown eyebrows. But I've got blonde ones, and I'm not taking any offence. All right, cool. Because I'm happy with that. Eyebrow. It's better. It rolls it off better. the tongue nicer, doesn't it? Have you got any more, Adam? Um, we would be a little one-minute section. This. Oh man, I, um, egg corns. Uh, uh, eyebrow. Eyebrow. There's so many. <laughs> I can't think of any now. Um, Can you come well, up with one, David? There's Nike or Nike. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to enter into the banter. Well, people. when people yeah. say instead of the phrase, "Well, that's a given," some people say, "Well, that's a given." A gibbon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, that's a gibbon. Apparently well, that's, that's a southern you... thing, gibbon, and it came from Portsmouth. It's bizarre that you say that. Stop because pointing. Someone, I, stop pointing, put the old index fingers away. It's a case of ultimately, um, it came from Portsmouth, that gibbon thing. Someone else said that to me what last week. What do you mean? Instead the... of gibbon, it's a gibbon. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Why Portsmouth? I, honestly, Is I that swear... the gibbon capital of the UK? Yeah, I, I think so. It's nothing to do with the, uh, the <laughs> accent or the... Um, yeah. The general kind of... What is uh, what, the Portsmouth accent? The Portsmouth accents... <laughs> You're I'm from not, Portsmouth, aren't you? I, I spent a bit of time in Portsmouth, You're three years. You're listening to it. And uh, it's, it's got a slight Cockney vibe. I'm not talented with really? voices. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> All right, me old that's mate. Co- what was that, Charles? All right, my All old right, mate. All right, me old mate. All right, me old a mate. A bit more like that, a bit more dialed down a bit. It's not like um, Ray Winston vibe. Yeah. It's more like... Um, All right, my old mate. <laughs> I a bloody doing, man. Oh, what about Costco blood going on? It gets one of them wibwobs. Well, that... I like a nice little smirk in the chimney. What? Is it like that? Sort of, sort of like. <laughs> Do you know the guy on Saturday Morning Kitchen who's a bit mm. like the old mate? It's like a bit, yeah, a bit more like that. It's a bit like uh, it's not yeah. intense. You're not going to be attacked in an alleyway by them, but they've right. got a slight rough around the edges vibe. Yes. Now, now I'm guys. going down to the pub. What? <laughs> what was that? Shut up. <laughs> That's I'm a bit down. nearer to it. I'm going down the. P- to the pub. What are you coming? Are you have co- come and have two pint or drink there in a pub? And that's what you'd be interacting with Portsmouth. Like, I'm all right, thank you, friend. Yeah. I don't want to go to the pub. Well, that's a gibbon. Thanks for the invitation. That's I can't wait. Obviously, that's a gibbon. That is a gibbon. Take care. Look after yourself. That's tying it back up. Just there. give an eye contact to be positive and wander on. So, guys, what we're going to today is quite an unusual one, but we're going to a little shop. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's run by a funny little man who collects uh, farts. Finally, Do you understand? Okay. Am I making sense? No, absolutely making sense. So Quiet. he's like an inventor and he's using the farts as kind of a fuel to power. What's he powering, David? He's just uh, built... The lighting and the uh, <laughs> conveyor belts for, to make the sweets. Is it James Corden? Uh, is it James Corden? It, it could what be. What is a his name? He's a Norwegian guy. He's out collecting American farts now. It'd yeah. be uh, James Kadan. Uh, no, that's Chinese. That doesn't work. That's not uh, Norwegian. Yans um, is good. Yans, that's a good stop. Because you're helping me myself esteem here. You yeah, really are. Yeah. You're helping me out. Every time I trip, you're there to help me up, which is very good of you. Yams, uh, Cordon. Flipping okay. <laughs> <laughs> out. You okay. had every opportunity I did, to, go to uh, more swing accurate. that around. And then you just went somewhere similar. <laughs> it's, it's not good. Since going to the North Korea department, I don't know why. Here, we're outside the shop, everybody. Yes. And so, uh, what's it called? What's the, the shop? What's the shop called, Adam? Fast and Furious. Fast and oh, Fu- very nice. Fast very contemporary. Young demographic. Fast and Furious. Yeah. And then we go. And I guess we better sit in reception. And while we sit in re- reception before we meet the man, the first question. I've got a first question for you, David. You ready? Wonderful. Uh, if you had to leave Earth on a spaceship and take four friends with you, who would they be? Mm. Mm. Four friends uh, with me. It yeah. would uh, go about saying... Well, um, it wouldn't. No, quite right. It's got to be. Um, it's, this is why I'm here him. to reveal yeah. who those people would be on Number the space one, travel. First friend. First friend. I've got a friend called uh, Doug who lives next door to me, and uh, we <laughs> get on right. well. We, we does he really live next door to you? He does live next door to me in Arundel, where I am at the moment. Has he got a spade in his head? Uh, he hasn't got a spade in his head. No. Well, then he should be Douglas. Douglas. Well, there oh, you go. But there you go. Quite right, <laughs> Douglas, the man himself. Um, and I think we bond well during the space journey. Uh, Is we... he your friend? Your friend? Uh, have you made friends since? I've made friends since I moved in. And he's one of your top four friends. Um, well, I don't... friends come and go, don't they? Really, friends are very much on a kind of uh, spectrum. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Have you got a tight unit of friends anywhere? Um, it's got to be said. Since I've hit forty, a lot of them have. have you hit forty? Have... I am going to be hitting forty in but March. But you haven't hit forty. No, it, the asteroid's no. coming towards me, sort of deep impact wise, and it's it's coming my way. Yeah. And a lot of them have got families now. And, uh, you know, there isn't like a Dave Edwards shape hole to uh, push myself in, <laughs> sort of thing. If only. Right. If we're, only. We'd all be hanging around that hole. <laughs> I, I hope so, basically. A long queue coming along with it. <laughs> yeah. Like something out of being John Malkovich You've or something. You've been down to the Dave Edwards shaped hole. Yes, yes, I have. It's great. I love it. I took the kids at half term. We all went through it. I got stuck. I liked it. That's what I'd like. Do you know what I mean? But at the moment, it's a bit disused and a lot of cobwebs there. So it's me and This Douglas. year, we're opening 25 more Dave Edwards-shaped holes across the UK. It's a sensation with people from all over the world wanting to pass through the Dave Edwards-shaped holes. Are the Wonderful. Dave Edwards-shaped holes not as good as they used to be? They've sold out slightly. It's different. <laughs> it's always critics. It's the there? same shape, but it doesn't feel the same. What is the shape of the Dave Edwards hole, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a big love heart with... Oh, lovely. Oh, lovely. Like a long a love heart. A big blonde heart. Yeah. To wander in. So, so Doug will be one. Second friend, let's get to the end of this question. Uh, second friend, I guess I'd have to take a lot of people away from their families. Oh, man. <laughs> right. A bit like Richard Dreyfus in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Right, Forget yeah. about the wife and kids. Join me on the spaceship and let's venture and your up. And your second friend would be... Uh, so I have uh, Doug. Doug, I have my. Um, do you know what? Yeah. I'm pretty low on the old friends at the moment. Brian, That's... would you come along? Yeah, I'll come along. Don't Very worry about good. that. I mean, yeah, this has opened a whole... Uh, 
hornet's nest a bit there. Do you know is what it... I mean? I'm going to have to start getting on Facebook and getting reconnected to people. Yeah. And retune because uh, at the moment it'd be quite an empty space. <laughs> Rocket. You've Rocket. opened you've opened a horny nest. I, really, I have a horny <laughs> nest. I really have. It's wriggling around. That's with my a lot favorite of kind of nest. Jens has asked if you would like to store one of your farts in these jars before you meet him. Oh, there uh, you go. Yeah. Okay. So we've been handed uh, a lovely man beyond the desk. Handed us three jars. There's mm-hmm. one for you, Adam. Thank you. Uh, there's one for you, David. Oh, thank you very much. Yours is tiny. Your it is jar. a bit. I don't know why he's done that. I can come up with a man for Adam's has got a I've got jar. a very wide um, opening <laughs> on the jar, that is. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. a straw there for you. I know. Life. It's very odd. I don't quite know what's happening That's there. That's surgical. I yeah. feel a bit like, you know, almost I'm being demasculated here. I can come up with a you know rude male fart like the next man. Okay. With a be... straw. Can ah. you fart on command like some people can burp? If you could give me like a, uh, a one-minute window. Seriously? I think I could probably... Yes, probably, yes. I could kind of um, do some burping well, and then after a while. I'm very tempted to give you that window, David. Goodness me. Windy well, I wouldn't window. want to create any nasty window. gases in the, uh, in the shop. I'll, I'll keep it within the straw. OK, so what we're going to do, I think we'll get on, the, on, on these little beds and we're going to be massaged just so we're, <laughs> just for, so we're all ready to go. So relax. So Adam, you get on that little bed. Thanks very much. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll get on this. I'll, I'll get on this bed. Oh, this is I'm going to lay here. I'm going to lay on my front. Lay on your front, people, because it will uh, help the stomach. And so we're just being massaged by three male nurses. Uh, you, don't, oh, you still have your trousers on. I thought I... Yeah. We were yeah, told that, to disrobe. Come no, on, disrobe, right. David. Off, off go the chinos. Quite right. Here there we go. go. Slip them off around the ankles. So we're just getting massaged by three male nurses. Adam, if you've got a question, first Does question. that feel okay? Mm. Oh, it does. Lovely. Thank you. Very nice. It's lovely. Does that feel okay? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. lovely. Thank spot. you. Uh, my question is... Yeah. Question is this for, for both of you? Just for David. Just for David. Just for David. All right, David. So this is a bit of a cop-out because it's the title of a song, but deal with it how you wish. What, what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? I would now. say there is nothing funny about peace, love, and understanding. Uh, it should no way be mocked yeah, but or s- sneered at. Try and find something funny. Try, try and find something. <laughs> try, try and find. Dig, find the humour within it. Yeah. In some way, I yeah. tell you what's funny about it. Yeah. yeah. It's probably unrealistic, and it's an unattainable utopia. So that's a hollow laugh, though. I mean, it is a bit of a sarcastic that's laugh. Dark yeah. comedy. That it's you're the mining. lowest form of humour. I don't think you can get that <laughs> yeah. whole trilogy, that whole hat trick in one. So it's not. Lifetime. It's not possible, no. Uh, so is it peace? Yeah. Love. Love. Yeah. And understanding. I think a very brief window of it. Right. You know I mean, I, I don't think I've ever had. I mean, why family is that, ho- David? Why is I that? don't know. I mean, family holidays. Well, could you I find an answer in your head? Why is it? I suppose because everyone's got their own wants, narratives. You know, if you're with a family, everyone's got their own little desires, what they want to do. Right. Uh, it's all very political in families. It's it's not as bad as an office space, but. You know, it might as well be Westminster. People have got uh, gripes from other people and things like that. Right. And, you know, you're always the centre of your own reality, aren't you? So it's always a a, a case of playing chess. Lots of smiles and, you know, welcome for Christmas. But, uh, you know, don't eat all the pudding type of thing. Don't eat all the gripes. Yeah, quite right. Oh, you ate all the gripes. (laughs) For God's sake, you know, share those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's quite quite a miserable It it is very miserable. It's got to be said, but I don't think all three... I think it's something to aspire to, but don't expect. I mean, it's getting more unlikely, though, isn't it? Because we're talking about universal peace, love and understanding. And the thing is that the planet's population continues to increase exponentially. I don't know if it's actually exponentially, but it's like a lot. And 
the more people there are, the I mean, as you say, you know, just within a household, yeah. maybe you've got five people. There's never really harmony at any one time. Never. You might get, you might get, as you said, like tiny windows when everyone gets along and the cogs are turning. Yeah. But the rest of the time, there's always one who's in a mood or pissed off about something or he's yeah. got some kind of mental problem and then everything else grinds to a halt. Well, is it any surprise we're living on this uh, rock floating? Very, very strange experience, isn't it? It is, Dave? and it does worry about this overpopulation as well. I mean, what's going to happen with us all? Well, well we're not going to be here. People. <laughs> we're not going to be here. <laughs> we're going to go to Mars. No, it'll be, I mean, at some point, we, w- uh, we won't be here. I hope that it's not within my lifetime or the lifetime of my children that we witness the but your absolute, grandchildren not uh, so bothered about? Or? Not bothered about them, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're no. ungrateful. Yeah. And um, they never write to me. No. So screw them. But um, I hope that within our lifetime we don't see an apocalyptic end of day scenario. Do you know, I have this... I have this weird excitement when it comes. Do you? I, st- I keep reading. <laughs> I listen to a lot of Sam Harris, and I yes, think I've listened to, to the Harris. North Korea yes, episode oh, about I'm... twenty times. Mm. I get quite excited about it. What's that about? Um, what is that? What about? is that? That's a sort of vertiginous thrill. It's like being at the cliff edge, and yeah. something about it makes you yes. want to step off. Yes. Just to embrace the void. Yes. It's um, Adam Curtis, that documentary guy. He said it was a case of. It's like an ego thing because you want to, you don't want it to end. You know, you want the party to come to an end while you're here. Right. So it's a case of, yeah, it's very much a case of like, you know, the idea of everyone carrying on enjoying the party. It's like no, 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 no. Yeah. You know, we're all going to leave the party together. If I'm going to go, everyone's going to go. Yeah, definitely. I think you might be. I, I don't know. It's not my thoughts. Do you know what I mean? I'm not. Uh, I haven't got a. Also, I don't think. I don't think I take it very seriously. It feels like a, a film to me. It feels like I'm. I'm reading about something that's. It's that's like the, the. That's the ultimate narcissism, yes. though, isn't it? It's. It's. It's sort of thinking that yes, without me, the rest of the universe cannot carry on. Yeah. I mean, that's how yes. people feel anyway, isn't it? Like, if I wasn't here, then none of this would be going on. I'm the center of this whole exercise. Yeah. And so it would be comforting to know that literally everything was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> and it is bizarre that. The more you um, remind yourself and life tells you you're not the centre of everything, you still slip into that, I am the centre of everything. Yeah. And, because, and, and everything, of course, these days is constructed to uh, reinforce that, social media, etc. Yeah. It's all designed to make you think that you're the most exciting person around. Although there, is a, th- th- there feels like there is an um, increasingly powerful reaction against all that with people agitating for um, uh, returning to some more communal sense of what it is to be alive and to to be cohabiting uh, I don't know if but you, I guess what you were saying earlier you don't think that's possible do you that people can get on and well, not I suppose with uh, social media. What do they call it? An David, echo chamber. How's your bottom? He's rubbing it very uh, it's hard. It's very hard David, indeed. And I, I think David. Yes. You seem very uncomfortable. Well, the He's straw is the case not. Of the rapid wind. Yeah. Well. Try and relax, please. Yeah, I am going to relax. Uh, the straw's rather painful. The thing though. is, you don't want to strain in this situation because there's always the danger of following through. Well, yeah, I, very I, true. Well, and all I've got is a straw. Well, it's time to do it, guys. So you put the straw where it's obviously going to go up your yes passage. Yeah, there we are. Uh, Adam, very much. You, you do what you got. So uh, I'll do what I've got to do. And so, David, you go first. So, do you uh, mind if right. we push uh, into your David? Yeah, OK, let me just uh, focus and just <laughs> what? relax. What was that? What was that, uh, Matthew? Do you mind if you push into your David? Um, yeah, by all means, if you think it'll help. 
do you mind if we push into you, David? Is that what he says? It's I think straw. so. The oh, straw, the straw type of thing. Straw into if you think it'll help to get the ball rolling, uh, why not? Let's collaborate. Correct. Why do you want to get your ball rolling? <laughs> oh, indeed. Yes, well, something's coming out. <laughs> OK, hang on a minute. Here we go. So, after um, three, David, if you'd like to expel any... One, uh, two... Here we are. Oh, I apologise for any smell or any um, inappropriate you... odour. Quickly, put you got it all in the in jar. Yeah, here we go. Oh, somebody got uh, escape. I've got about three quarters of the fart in the jar. This is a, this is a funny old... Uh, over to you, Adam. That was super great. That was Very super proud of my David. Oh, thank you. Okay. Okay, so Adam's really concentrating oh. here. Wow. What's a gas matter? matter. Wow. Here we go. This is going off right. I'm just holding things so open just to ease thing. the passage. Yeah. So we're going to need in a bigger jar. Now that's good. Like no, that's yeah. good because you can see it's actually a little cloudy in there and it's very yeah. dense. Yeah. So it's sunk to the bottom of the jar. There's no danger of it escaping. I'm just going to pop the cork on. Okay. Oh, it's a cork. Oh, nicely. Oh. You've done this before, Thanks, clearly. It's like a mason jar. On you. Thanks, Adam. We you want always... to lie on me. What was that? Thanks, Adam. Can always rely on you. We can always rely we on you. We can always lie on you. Right. And I'm just going to do mine ones. I haven't got much there, so it's going to be a quick one. Here we go. Bang. There we go. And Did the job, bro. Did the job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, what, what, what have we got to do with the jar, Masser? Uh, while we wait for you to answer, I've got a question from someone on Twitter, David. Um, right. What was the last thing that you totally messed up that nobody found out about? What's the last thing you messed up that nobody found out about, mm. David? Well, um, it's going to be something medical, unfortunately. I'm not going to go into great detail, but it was uh, applying the wrong cream for thrush. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> Which wasn't ideal. Uh, it just added to the when irritation. This? this would have been about um, two weeks ago. It wasn't wow. my fault. It was the woman in the chemist. Right. And um, What cream did you apply? Well, it's, um, Is it called canistine? Caniston. Yeah. Caniston. They become very specialised now, Caniston. Oh, I don't really? I've used it uh, recently. There's different strains. Yeah, different strains completely, <laughs> and one specific to athletes' feet. Right. And I didn't need it for that whatsoever. What did you need it for? Um, what part of the... Just, uh, you know, the old... Armpits. Uh, private... Yep, absolutely, yeah. The private part kind of areas type of thing. That kind of The region. Netherlands. The Netherlands, quite right. And it was a case of this is wrong. This isn't, you know, this isn't happening. This is stinging type of thing. Yeah. And it came out in a different. Well, they've become too specialised, and they used to just be one brand. He just grabbed and did the whole job in one one uh, really swoop. What was it that did. brand? It was just good old canister. Oh, okay. Good old canister. You just grab it. What know, was the little jingle that canister would have? Uh, do you remember the? Uh, um, what's oh. it? Uh, can can you can with canister? Canistine. Why are you calling it Canistine? I'm trying to get a, a rhyme out of it, so I'm going to rhythm... Uh, <laughs> like Goldstein or like something. Like Goldstein type of thing. Canistin, isn't it? Caniston. Can-can, Caniston. Do you want to come up with a... We'll come up with a... We'll put there must some, be a, a Mr. Caniston. Do you want to come up with a jingle, David? A bit longer than... Uh, absolutely. Um, some music underneath. Uh, you got an itch, you got a... You got, uh, you got an itch, you got a hive. You don't know what to do, you want to hide. Don't worry, because Canistine is here. Canistine, with his yeah. magical wands, making it all right for here on. Also works on your ear. Yes. yes, well done, there you go. No point. No, stop no that point. pointing index finger. Okay, we've been, it was an we, improvised we're, we're, being, we're being called into the back room. Oh, hello. Have you got a second question for David, <laughs> Adam? Yeah. Um, 
Well, <laughs> hey, look, I was. This is an, again another semi-serious question, but you can go whichever way you want with it. Mine, find do. the comedy in this, right? Yeah. That's this is the challenge. I was watching Newsnight last night. They had the most depressing report I've ever seen in my... Are we allowed to swear on this? Absolutely. In my entire fucking life. There we go. You and do a little swear. Oh, I will do. Let's now. do a, a, a fuck grenade. There we go. Fuck Chuck grenade. that in the corner. Oh, I love it. A bit yeah. of shrapnel coming off that. And you weren't watching, were you, last night? No. You was not. No. Holy Moses. It was a report about the state of the NHS, which oh, is, grief. can you guess, not good. <laughs> right. And they are... We're now entering peak period for the NHS. The winter is on its way, Christmas. It's when the hospitals get busiest. And now because of the aging population becoming so huge, yeah. uh, they're, they're just totally overwhelmed. They, they were in this hospital in Birmingham and there were these people um, who were at death's door anyway. But, you know, you get elderly and there's one problem after another at a certain point. Yeah. And they're in there just looking totally hopeless and like... This is it. I kept myself healthy so I could live to a ripe old age for for this. Yeah. Just to be in a fucking corridor in Birmingham Hospital with all these overworked nurses so and doctors. They're lying on a bed in a corridor. Uh, some of them are in a yeah on a gurney in a corridor. Others are in a little room and yeah. you know with members of their family around and and nurses sort of getting to them when whenever they have the time. But Sounds they're so horrific. overstretched. It was totally horrific. I was like, holy Jesus! This is the this is how has this happened? There's got to be a fucking way to fix the... Well, this guy. NHS. That's right. So I'm hoping that you're the guy <laughs> to fix the problem. <laughs> it's got to be fixable, right? How can they be creating AIs that are about to become more human yeah. than human yeah. and flying cars and all the other fucking shit that's around and yeah. they can't sort the hospitals out? Yeah. Oh, after three, right. David, how are you going to do it? One, One two, 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 three. three. Um, more hospital beds. We need to get those in. I mean, you might laugh, but what about bunk beds? Something bunk in that vein. Beds. Do you know what I mean? Just something. Just to kind of, Ikea, um, they've got a lot of... You've gone for I've a much more practical... Three. Uh, I've seen, seen three, three bunk beds. Yeah, like one a... that goes on the side. There's a desk that could be for a doctor or a nurse, and there's another three. <laughs> Easy to put up. Storage space. Yes. And is one of your other solutions more doctors by any chance? Oh, yes. <laughs> Quite right. Yeah, let's get them through. More, more and better doctors. And I mean, you know, let's Not let's give them something to aspire to. How many oh. years is it? Um, yeah, it's important. Where, sorry, sorry. Uh, where? Um, how many years is it to be a doctor? Is it five? It's loads. I mean, it's at least five. More like ten, I feel like. Ten? It's really vocational. It's crazy. It's very vocational. So what are your like, thoughts, David? Well, why did you ask that I question? I think, uh, well, I was thinking about making it the, the, the period at university like two shorter. two or three. Yeah. So, uh, to learn it in a couple of years. Yeah, try and get it through, you know. <laughs> I think they've tried that more. already. I mean, I'm no expert, but I feel like they've sort of tried that. Semi-docs, you know, like junior docs. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say that. Like, give them a different title, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. A doc instead of a doctor type of Doc-tish thing. Doctish or something. Yeah, something or... like that. Yeah. So they could basically. Yeah. Uh, what oh, about I'm more... Mike. I'm your doctish, uh, <laughs> and uh, I see that you're not doing very well. Okay. Yeah. Now, have you tried aspirin? Would you like some aspirin? I like oh, my uh, doctish. Yeah, he's lovely. Uh, tell I'm, I'm going to give you these aspirin, and uh, if you're not feeling better in a couple of hours, then we might send in one of the. Actual doctors. 
um, <laughs> if they're around, but they're very busy. So, uh, you know, so that's all you need. You just need like positive simple... attitude, basically, isn't it? <laughs> because not everyone <laughs> needs expert care. Come on. No, no they just need a bit true. of self-esteem boost, don't they? Yeah, a bit of canisteen. Canisteen, Dr. I do, because from the way Adam was presenting it, he or she has a very kind of upbeat kind of attitude. And if I was in my, you know, bed in the middle of a hallway, people pushing me aside so I can get to the vending machine, I'm just a bit of litter in the middle of the room. And this chap wandered up to me, you know, 20-something, quite good-looking, you know, fresh from university. Oh, so sort of, you know, absolute that type of vibe. <laughs> a real can-do attitude. Yes. I don't want an X-ray. I just want some eye contact and some positive feedback. Absolutely. Right. Oh, dear. Your arm's off there. Yeah. That's, yeah. Bleeding, uh, that's bleeding very badly. But listen, don't worry. I'm going to just put my hand over that stumpy part so and press it's quite hard and uh, and uh, just let's have a chat have you seen Blade Runner 2049 did you, you haven't you been I talking? have and I did enjoy it Doctish <laughs> did you you didn't think it was too long uh, no I was quite happy I saw an IMAX 3D with pups as I said my dad both of us sat there and we loved it All the, I loved the twists at the end yeah. the whole thing money well spent did you think it was sexist did you think that some of the female characters could have been a bit more fully realised now Adam obviously you don't know this but you are sexist aren't you David <laughs> no but we do mention every episode there is isn't there there's something going on there's an element where I'm on the fence and I could fall off at any second. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> in the sense that uh, a that's, woman could save me. That's what a Harvey Weinstein said. And, uh, yeah, quite, I don't want to get into that. Uh, but you're quite that, resentful. I'm on the fence, camp. but I could fall off. I've fallen off again. Someone I'm sorry, but listen, as a, as a, as a gift, I'm going to give you a part in this shitty fucking movie. So that's a gift for you. I was on the fence for as long as I could be, but then you came in and I fell off. I'm sorry about it. Would you like a shower? I have a shower. I love to shower. Come on. Let's get clean together. And then you can be in this absolutely shitty fucking film. Have you noticed on the shelves there are there are loads of jars of celebrities... Um, celebrity farts. Celebrity oh, farts. Blind, it's yeah. better than autograph. Absolutely everywhere. Uh, Adam, what's, the, what's that one closest to you? Who, who's that? That's uh, Ken Loach. That's the, that's the <laughs> wind that shakes the barley. They've oh, got inside great. the Do you want to open it and see what it sounds like? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is Ken here. Loach. Wow, the wind that shakes the barley is very fruity. Fruity, yeah, it's fragrant. Does it feel very real, gritty? Yeah, it does, it does. Earthy. That's honest wind. It really is. From when wind was from wind, from when wind meant something. It wasn't just fucking corporate yeah. wind. Yeah, yeah, well said. Not artificial, pretend David, wind. David, there's a big jar by your right calf. Oh. Look, who's, who's is that? Here we go. Let's, uh, let's pick this up. This is Michael Jackson's farts. Hmm. Very nice. Let's, uh... Don't open that. Oh, good. Re- okay, really? <laughs> put that back. Okay, put that put back. back. Not, not a problem. Don't ask any questions. No, and, no problem. Uh, and Adam, to your left-hand side. Uh, oh, hello. Another, yeah. Yeah, this what, is, is uh, this is David Bowie's wind. David oh, Bowie's wind. This is wild is the wind. Actually, wow. maybe that's Nina Open Simone's that. wind. Open that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's What's all it does. Smell of? It, what does it do? I don't, it just went... <laughs> <laughs> and then it escaped <laughs> into the stratosphere. Did you get any of the smell of it? Any of the psychedelic? It was less wild than I was expecting. Oh, as yeah. I say, it's probably Nina Simone's wind originally, Wild yeah. is the Wind. But, um, is that Nina Simone's song? Yeah. I, oh, I didn't know that. 
Didn't know I don't that. know if she wrote it, but she she popular. Well, Nina Simone's uh, wind jar is to your right hand side. Don't wind Here we jar. Go. Let's, uh, let's open, open Sesame, it, David. David. Leave, leave it. Leave it be. Open so, Sesame, David. Open. Oh, I'm allowed. Let's give it a. Let's give it a. It's on quite tight. Wow. Oh, it's like vipers going my nostril. It's um. Oh, that's more of a pain than an actual smell. It's um, it's almost making my whole nose uh, like I've just put loads of TCP up there. Look at this one. It's Marty Pello from Wet Wet Wet. It's Marty Pello's from Wet Wet Wet. I'm going to open this one. Oh, let's go mind. for it. Let's get stuck in. Oh, Ooh, that's actually chemical. Liquid. Yeah. Oh, good grief! It's all gone wet and damp. That is wet. Still dude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Put that back. Put that. Back. Okay. Um. Uh, so we have a golden question. Fucking uh, stinks. Fucking <laughs> stinks. We have a golden uh, question what, section, Adam. This is where David can ask our guest one question. Oh, okay. Okay, so we put a little twinkly bed underneath. Like it. Over, over to no, you, David. Question. Uh, Love you this are... bit. Love this bit. Uh, absolutely. Quite can I right. put my trousers back on, incidentally? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, you can do. I can help you. Lean on me and we can uh, bring them up. No, I'm not going to. I was just wondering if it was allowed. Hey, If you want to, you most certainly can. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll, 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 yeah, there we go. I'm going to keep them off. That's nice. Really love this bit. Really love this bit. Here we go. Here we go. You're very much a man who's um, been in the comedy industry for a long period of time. That is technically true. Yeah, and uh, you've done different forms of comedy. Yep. You know, uh, panel shows, sketch shows, funny, live. unfunny, etc. No, 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 not at all. No, Always okay. have a very good pedigree, very consistent. <laughs> Joke, no, no humour in that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's very much a case of what would you say is uh, out of all the styles of comedy uh, your least favourite? You thought oh, I didn't like that, and your most favourite. Where it's like I'm in the right industry here. Right. Do you know, I'd like to butt in here as well. Yeah. I've heard you talk about castings. Mm. Uh, And now I can't stand castings and I'm appalling. So if you've got any casting stories, I'd very much like to hear. I think I've probably told most of my casting stories. The last one, though, um, was the most chilling one. I think it was probably (laughs) the last casting I went to for reasons which will become clear. And it was for a, a major sort of ITV crime drama yeah not well, a comedy I've done or anything Lindley. right have you yes yes I have and yes. well this was a bit like that it was, it was a sort of the main character was a sort of uh, he's divorced he's alcoholic he's a northerner and I was going up to read for that part wow. yeah and I'd been called in and the offer came through or, or rather the you know the offer to do the audition not the offer for the part but they do you want to audition for this? And so I read the script and I was like, well, no. <laughs> and are you immediately are you stressing out about uh, having to do it? So initially, I mean, initially I just said no. Because yeah. I thought I, I'm totally wrong for it. It's ludicrous. I'm not going to get it. And then my agent came back and said, oh, actually, the, the, the head of ITV, as it was then, this was really years ago. You? He's really up for uh, you coming in. Wow. Just, uh, they, they want you to just read for it. They think you might be good. So I was like, all right, okay, you never know. So I go into ITV Studios on the South Bank, and the audition was there, as I recall, and there was the head of ITV at the time, and the casting director, who was, she's quite well-known, I'm not going to say any of the names involved, but she's pretty well-known in the industry, powerful casting director. And they said, um, okay, well, thanks for coming in. I was like, yeah, okay. And he goes, well, do you want to take a run at the scene? And it's this really serious scene. Yeah. <laughs> where the guy, it's, I mean, it was, it, it was um, like a young woman who had been assaulted and horribly beaten, and she's waking up in a hospital bed. Yeah. And, um, 
and this my character, this uh, hard-bitten northern alcoholic cop, is there, and he's sort of saying, you know, we're gonna get the we're gonna get the fucking bastards that did this to you, and you know, he's crying, and yeah. it's, the, it's as dramatic as it can. So I did my best. Yeah, gosh, it's intense. <laughs> yeah. I really did my best. I was like, okay, in for a penny. Here we go. Throw myself into it because I do. You know, I like acting. <laughs> I want to act. I, I'd like to act more. So I, I really tried hard, but it was very humiliating and ridiculous because it wasn't good. Yeah. And then at the end of it, um, the guy, the ITV guy, says, uh, "There you go. Uh, so how do you um, how do you feel about that?" And I was like, "Well, <laughs> it wasn't great, was it? I mean, yeah. seriously, I, I, I have to be honest. I'm surprised that you called me in for this." Because I can't imagine anyone less well suited to play a part like this. Yeah, uh, I, th- I thought you were winding me up, and the guy was like, "No, I think you did well. I think you, I, I think you did pretty well. I, I think you did better than you realised." Yeah. Said, all right. Okay. Well, thanks anyway. Uh, and I said, "All right. Well, cheers." And so I go out with the with the casting director. Oh God. And she, the door closes. We're in the corridor, and she looks at me with total fury. And says, um, "Well, you, uh, you you just uh, you just talked yourself out of a job there. Um, oh. And why do you bother coming in for an audition if you're uh, if, if you're not going to give it your best? If you don't think you're right for it, um, you know you humiliated you yourself. You, you humiliated me. That's a nightmare. That's and it dreadful. was like it was a proper dressing down. What? This wow. is me. I mean, this is a few years ago, but I'm still." A, a grown man yeah. with children in my late thirties or whatever it was. You know, yeah. was like, what did you say to her? I, 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 Sorry, I was miss. so shocked and humiliated from the whole experience that I didn't really know what to say. I just sort of said, "What? I mean, I said to my agent that I wasn't right for it. I was told that I should come in anyway." And she was like, "Well, you know, don't come in. You know, don't come in if you're not prepared to to uh, do the part." Um, you know, that's basic or something like that. And I was like, okay, God, sorry. <laughs> Horrible. And that was that. And I sort of stumbled out. I was, wow, this is, I'm never going to do that again. That yeah. was shit. Do you yeah. find that. the industry has a lot of situations like that where you've got to have thick skin? Because, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, this is, the thing is, any actors listening to this would think, well, you are a douchebag because, you know, a, a proper actor gives it their best for every single audition and they're prepared to weather whatever humiliations are tossed in their face. I mean, going back to Weinstein in a horrible way, that is one of the horrible aspects of that whole situation is that actors are routinely expected to suffer all kinds of humiliations, not not sexual yeah. humiliations and not physical uh, humiliations. But sometimes, you know, uh, actors and actresses, male and female actors... They're asked to do all sorts of humiliating shit, and sometimes it's snogging people to yeah. see if you've got chemistry and stuff. Blimey. So you can see that the, that the line for someone unscrupulous and creepy can easily be shifted in those sorts of situations. Yeah, and when an actor feels vulnerable anyway, it's like I was talking to someone the other day, and they were saying, oh, yeah, but, you know, surely these... A lot of these women, they must know what's involved. You know, they're not going to just get talked in. They're not going to get coerced into doing creepy things. I'm like, no, you don't know what it's like. You're in a. It's not just all about being self-centered and wanting to get a part and you'll do anything for it. You're in a very vulnerable spot. You're in a weird, strange yeah. place. Yeah. And there's, there's strange artificial dynamics being created. And you're doing your best to navigate them. 
but it's fucking tricky. And yeah. then if someone comes in and starts screwing around with that, either by being a dick and being rude, or, God forbid, being sort of predatory and creepy and and uh, you know harassing you sexually or whatever, that's a disaster area. And it's it's unfortunately not a surprise that so many people have come out and and said, yeah, that happened to me. And I thought this was just what everyone had to put up with. Yeah. You know? It's awful. It is horrible. Yeah. That's, that's, that's bad films. Have you ever been to, into a casting, David? I've never been in a casting whatsoever. I mean, it sounds... I don't know if I'd be able to survive it. Guys, guys, on. guys. I've just had a script come in, and they <laughs> oh. want David to read for the part of Dr. Shitblood. Dr. Who? <laughs> Dr. Shitblood. Dr. Shitblood. Well, I'm happy to cast. Let's go for it. If he's he um, a role. He's a diverticulitis So you're playing Adam, Doctor do you mind reading in for the part of patient? Oh, oh, oh yes, 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 yes. Sure, so it's sure. Dr. Shitblood. Yes. And uh, you've obviously got the script there, David. Yeah, I have. Certainly here. Thank you very much. Here we go. <laughs> and Adam, you've got the script. You've hardly got any words there, Adam. So it's, it's more, it looks like a whole chunky old monologue from David. Yeah. There. Here we go. Okay, so this is obviously an emotional part of the film. Well, you can see already it's stressful casting. <laughs> Straight, you know, there's a lot of pressure on you, isn't there, to sort of deliver. Well, yeah. on you there is. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I'm trying to think what Shitblood's about, what's his sort of, uh, his attitude and background. So it's the end of the film. It's a big emotional uh, scene. You know the, the... Shall we add music underneath? Yeah, let's add some wonderful sweeping music underneath. All right, here um, we go. Dr. Sh- so you, Doctor Sh- Adam's got what? How many hours to live? Well, this is the thing. Yeah, Doctor Shipblood, give it to me straight, and I'm not talking about. No, no I'm not saying that. What kind of script is? This? Who wrote this? This Don't is grotesque. Well, all right, listen, I'm not. Doctor Shipblood, I want you to be candid with me. How long have I got? I'm going to be completely realistic to you. It really is. I mean, you know, it's lunchtime now. Make the most of it. I don't think you're going to make the next meal time. I don't think you're going to be around for dinner. I really don't. You're not going to make next. it to the evening. Oh, right, already. <laughs> that was a very short that audition. Was very short. I mean, I, mean, I didn't even next. got to the, cr- the crying yet. <laughs> Can we do one more casting? Can we do one more casting? Okay, David, you're a superhero. Right, okay. Okay, okay. and you're, you're about to confront your uh, nemesis, who is, um, what's, your, what's your name? Um, do- uh, <laughs> doctor. <laughs> it's always doctor, isn't it? Um, Captain Fuckface. <laughs> Captain Fuckface. So you've got the script there, yeah. Adam. And uh, so we'll put some uh, sort of John Williams style. Oh, a lovely bit of orchestra John Williams there. <laughs> okay, I so like the idea of that. It's a big that. moment in the film. And, and uh, Simmer, it would be now. Yeah, Simmer, it would be yes. a bit of Sim from the background, lovely. And, and your name is? Uh, the Blonde Bullet. The Blonde Bullet. Like speed everywhere like a bullet and suddenly okay. I appear. Mm. <laughs> Over to you, gun. Adam, obviously you kick, kick off the scene. Blonde Bullet! You're a fucking joke! Everyone knows it! Why don't you retire, you piece of shit? Well, uh, Fuckface, is it? Um, Captain Fuckface, you... Idiot! Well, if I'm the joke, you're the punchline. <laughs> oh, it's lovely you've got a sense of humour, friend, as you're off to the bloody jail. Next. Shut the fuck up! Next. It's Next. that sort of attitude Next. that's got you in the trouble the law. I gave Sorry. it too much, didn't I? You was, no, you were superb. No, it was, it was great. That was electric. That was electric. I can see that on IMAX 3D surround sounds. I mean, that's one thing I can do is laugh for a long time. <laughs> We do that now. Life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We've got. A, we're gonna have a little laughter section here. Yes. So why not? The Would thing like is, to... when you start, when you force yourself to laugh, you go over a hump and it becomes real. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it starts out yeah. fake. Yeah. But then the actual what you're doing with the air and your esophagus, and I don't know what. Yeah. It tr it starts becoming yeah. like yeah, real it's like a hysteria. Car sort of, oh, yeah. I'll try yeah. this at home or I'm alone. Okay, so we can have a laugh laugh off here. Okay. <laughs> but okay. I go in pretty hard. I you know, I'm sorry to use that phrase, but okay. um, no, please do. So who wants to go go first? We do rock, paper, scissors? Oh yes, okay. okay. Um, after three. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Straight in. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do about that. That's come on, that come a on. Sonic boom of laughter. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> that's like from, a, that's from an Alan Pinter play or something. Harold sort of Pinter. Sort of a polite laugh. Alan Acorn. Sort of, you know, Alan Minter play. Harold Minter. Alan Minter. <laughs> Alan Minter. That was like a, a, a pirate. It had too much rum. Well, I, I think Adam's the winner there. It that, certainly absolutely. was. <laughs> right, last question, then uh, we've got to leave the fart, the uh, little fart shop, OK? Yes. So uh, I, I guess you've got to answer this quickly, Dave. We're running out of time. Final question is this. What was your favourite toy? Uh, my favourite toy goes without saying it was, was the Ewok Village. Thank you. Do you know the, that was in the 80s. There we are. Did you like the Ewok Village? Oh man, I used to dream of the Ewok Village, but I was lucky enough to get the Death Star, which was like really? the. Uh, wow. It's like a slice of cake. Yeah. That was disappointing when I got it out of the box. In my mind, I thought, well, you're going to get the whole Death Star, right? You're going to get a big globe. Right. But then you like get it out and you construct it, and it's it's like a slice of cake. Oh. I didn't even know they did the Death Star. I didn't even know that. that that's amazing. It was still pretty great. It had a trash compactor oh, in wow. the bottom, and there was a hatch above to a control area. At yeah. the top, there was a laser cannon that looked a bit like the... Yeah. Uh, the thing from Alien, you know, the, the, the navigator's seat or whatever it's called. Oh, you know, right, the, yes. the, big, the big gun they yes. find. Yeah. Yes, yeah, in Prometheus. It looked a bit yeah. like that. Um, did, did everyone have the Falcon? Everyone had the Falcon. Oh, I had the Falcon, all right. Had yep. the Falcon, the amazing, Falcon. amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's just a that's a design classic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's beautiful. I think the Death Star, that's pretty collector's. What, still what was your favourite toy? The Ewok Village. The Ewok Village, which okay. was lovely. Four big oak trees in the middle. All the Ewoks would sit around a bonfire. Yeah. How many Ewoks did you have? I had five. I had Chief Chirper. I had Wicket. I had the Medicine Man. And that was it, actually. I said five. I was going to say, like, if you could name five Ewoks, I'd be well impressed. Can you make, come up with two made up good Ewok already. names? Um, <laughs> Chumba Wum. Would be one. Okay, I'm trying to think. Okay. And um, uh, Pricket Hedge. <laughs> sort of agricultural uh, indoor vibe. Okay, so to end the podcast, thanks for that. To end the podcast, before we end the podcast, thank you so much, Adam, for being a guest. Thanks uh, for being here. I'd just like to point out, obviously, that I'm aware that Harvey Weinstein didn't do the actual auditions, but I'm just saying it's that kind of atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. well said. I think it's all valid points raised. Yeah. Anything you want to say? Say thank you to Adam. Anything you learned Adam, from Adam? What did you learn? Well, one what thing, did you learn? casting, what a handful. Fuck that. Right. I'm yeah. not going to snob in go... the people just for the hell of it. 
Okay, so it's to boycott entertainment. And a yes. big thank you to our editor, James. Big yeah, thank you to James. Editor James. Uh, it's all about you. Thank you very much. You sprinkle on the uh, the magic dust. <laughs> Quite the so, fart dust. So we've all got our, we've all collected some jars uh, from the uh, from the uh, shelves. Yes, and we're going to open each lid and create some kind of tune, Ooh. some sort of melody. Oh, lovely! So you've got five jars there. Can you quickly yep. rattle off the celebrities' names, Adam. Oh yeah, so uh, I've got David Bowie's David farts. Bowie. Uh, I've got Ken Loach's farts. Ken Loach, what's that long tube you've got? Whose is that? Oh, that's uh, Stephen Merchant's farts. Stephen Merchant's fart, and that one there is more like a cardboard box. Oh, and um, that is uh, John Bishop's John farts. John Bishop's farts. And yeah, could you me. rattle off your farts? I've got uh, Lorraine Kelly's yeah. here. I have uh, Philip Schofield's yeah. and John Wayne, a.k.a. The Duke. Racist farts. It certainly is a right-wing odour to it. And those two, <laughs> two there. I can't fart. You can't fart. Fair enough. You can't fart. What's no, up? What those? Uh, the Chuckle Brothers. The Chuckle Brothers. Okay, so we've got all those jars. So one at a time. Open the lids, and here we'll we create go. Some kind of melody to end the podcast. Thank you so much, guys. And here we go with the, uh, the fart song. Ooh. Thank you so much. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs> 